Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. Very special Catholic Cafe today because we're we're having a little special dinner here, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we're thankful for dinner today. Isn't that great? Yeah. That was Tom Dorian speaking. We don't have our, our <laughs> webcam on or whatever. You can't see. It's Tom Dorian. When are we that? That's going to be terrible, actually. Not right around the corner. I can't Nobody wait. wants to see us. You're going to have to start getting your hair done. I uh, know. And I got Doug Rakulski here also. You know, Great to be here. Just my, my closest friends. Wow. You know, here on that, the Doug? Catholic Cafe's Thanksgiving special. Makes you feel thankful, doesn't it? Good thing That's we right. have confession. And it, and it's, it's, right. you know, <laughs> it's not as good as like the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, no. but it's but it's close. We're going to do here. You know, so um, it is um, that time of year, right? We start thinking about uh, Christmas and everything, and that's in our in, in, in America. Mm-hmm. We start we start that off traditionally with Thanksgiving. Right. Right. Thanksgiving sort of become the, the entree into Christmas. And, right. and it's okay. I'm not going to stand here and tell you it or sit here and tell you it's not okay to do that because sure. we're going to naturally do that because we're, it you know, launches us into Advent and, right. and, and all these things. But, you know, I thought we'd talk a little bit about thanksgiving itself okay right and and what uh and what it means and 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 where it came from you know now i don't know about you guys but when i was raised and i went to public schools you know explains a lot yeah it does doesn't it so (laughs) i i went to uh, public schools and we were taught through a various um uh different kinds of media like little cartoons and those little those little film strips you know that they weren't automatic they go and, and the teacher yeah, would have to like yeah, shift yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the plastic. Yeah, yeah. So all the people who are listening now are going, what? They used to have telephones that you had to dial. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You didn't punch buttons always. So, um, so we would have these little film strips, and we would have little stories, and even little movies, and they all had like little cartoons of little pilgrims with little Indians, and they're all right. eating little turkeys and having little pumpkin pies, right? Right. And they were all giving thanks. You know, right. because the pilgrims had just come over. And that's for forever I thought that was Thanksgiving. Now, I, I'm not going to sit here, Doug, and tell you that that didn't happen because I'm not really that good of a historian. Right. In fact, history sometimes scares me. I don't want to get too much because I get bored and I start, you know, saying, isn't there any football on or something I can watch because I'm just really not thinking about history too much. However, I do believe in that adage that. Uh, that if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. So knowing like where in our faith, like where things come from and, and mm-hmm. why, that's in, that's important. And so I started thinking, well, let me look into Thanksgiving a bit and see. And I found something out that I didn't know. And I, I know there's a lot of smart folks in our listening audience. And, Tom, I'm imagining you're real smart. Oh, yeah, right. And Doug already knows the answer, so he can't. But so who is it that really started Thanksgiving? Did it Was it called Thanksgiving back when the pilgrims were there? No. No. It was so, called survival back then. Yeah, well, I, but they were supposedly having uh, right. some kind no, of... Right, no, that was Abraham Lincoln. See, you, Tom knows, and, and I, actually, actually I just I didn't pay attention. You didn't pay attention? I didn't pay attention. I'm sure I, was, I did. I might have been absent eating Looking Thanksgiving dinner or something. I don't know, but, but, but you know, I didn't really know. And so I lo- looked into that a little bit and found out that there's this beautiful proclamation that he wrote. Okay. And I and I and I may have known at one point in time in my life that Thanksgiving came from Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand the context and why he did Thanksgiving, and why he chose that the nation should do that. Mm-hmm. 
right? And then the fact, I didn't even know there was a proclamation, so I went and looked, and lo and behold, there's a proclamation. Yeah, he's a good writer. You know, and it's it's not too terribly long, and uh, normally I don't like to recite things on this program, mm-hmm. but I thought, you know, I'd never heard it before, and I bet you there's some folks out there who have not heard this. Mm-hmm. And it might blow your mind a bit. Because blow our minds. Let's hear it. As, well, as, as I'm reading this, I just want you to picture two things. You tearing up. No. <laughs> picture... Picture Abraham Lincoln with that tall hat, yeah, <laughs> or standing on the back of a train or something, you know, and, and, he's, and he's saying these words, right? But picture the time we were embroiled in the Civil War. It was going on, mm-hmm. right? It was it was a, a time of deep division in our country, and so f- picture that time and picture you know Abraham Lincoln saying these words. Then flash forward to now in our world, and I'm not talking about comparing presidents, and I don't want you to do that, but I, but I do want you to look at like our government, our, the state of our nation, the way we think. And our public address, I would imagine. That's How we right. talk to people. Exactly that, plus, uh, you know, just what's going on in our country, the division and, and things that we still see. Mm-hmm. They may be different, maybe called different things, but there's still a great amount of division. And, and then wonder, like, could these words be said by our government today? I think you'll, your mind will be blown, is what I think, as mine was when I read. Mm. So let's let's just start. This is called the Thanksgiving Proclamation um, of 1863, and it's by President Abraham Lincoln. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed, that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations, Order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe had enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines, as well of as well of iron and coal as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield. And the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged, as with one heart and voice, by the whole American people." I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. 
And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also, with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as it may be consistent with the divine purposes of the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. Abraham Lincoln, 1863. Postscript, don't forget about the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't say that in there. He missed that. Yeah, well, except, except I think the important thing about this, what blew my mind is like, I could not imagine hearing this today no. from our government. Mm-mm. In fact, it'd be anything but sinfulness, disobedience, perverseness, right? right? It'd be all about you know civil liberties, which I'm in favor of, and so was Abraham Lincoln. And yet, he even he recognized the hand of Almighty God, right? The source, right? The source of all this stuff. And I started thinking, wait a second. So that's why he, you know. He, he wanted there to be a Thanksgiving, a time where it's like, can we all stop and come together? Have you ever seen those shows? We've, we've heard the song, The 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 Red Baron or whatever. The, Snoopy and the, the Red Sno- Baron. Yeah. There you go. Right. But you, you, you hear the story about the Red Baron on Christmas Day, you know, stopping and with his adversary, whoever it was. I don't remember who it was. You Snoopy. Know, they, well, okay. But that was that. But I don't know if this is based on a true story about on Christmas Day <laughs> that they would get together. Uh, you are such a terrible historian. <laughs> well, no, in World War One, it happened. The, the fighting in the trenches stopped, and it did. Right, and there are stories about that. But you, but you stop and think. You, you realize that people are called by a higher call than than simply just land rights or property rights or personage rights or uh, you know things that that are that are governmentally overseen, right? Right. And and beyond that, there's something greater, common good. Yeah, the common good. Well, it's the, the reverence due to our Creator. Right, right. That we wouldn't have. I mean, here is in the middle of civil war, strife for His union, for His United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, arguably one of the saddest presidencies, just because you know, as president, he was not ruling over or president over half of a nation. Right. Right. And so, but in the middle of that, what was he doing? He was seeking that we would be in union again. But but really in union in worship and the idea that we would stop and I understand that we that this necessary military battle is going to be taking place I I realize that but you know what can we just stop and have a day where we just remember who our maker is mm-hmm. that we all realize we have that same maker who loves all of us and we give thanks to him for all the good things we have yeah well see have we lost that though in Thanksgiving though have, I mean as as a, as families when we get together I know we come together and we have a big meal and I. I love my Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving. I got to admit, I love the big the turkey with the dressing, and you know, and I sit the big table with the white tablecloth, and it, it's like thirty feet long. Of course, I got nine kids, so we got to have a lot of table space, you know. <laughs> and so we got all that stuff, and have all the classic meal items for Thanksgiving dinner. I love that meal. Heck yeah, very traditional. I don't think we've lost it. Well, I think we have as a nation. I think that we've turned it into a secular holiday, and the reason why I say that is because if you stop and look an- anecdotally. Mm-hmm. When when certain causes like atheist organizations or whatnot are are are, um, are suing the government, uh, you know, school systems get rid of the word Christmas. We don't have Christmas break anymore. Get rid of uh, Easter. We don't have Easter break. We have spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have winter break or 
you know, holiday and, break and or we whatever. can pray. Don't forget that. Well, I understand. <laughs> but the point is we, we've excised that. And yet, but no one complains about Thanksgiving. Because I think, I think it's like it's like God in stealth in yeah. our schools. It's an opportunity for us. And, and I guess the problem is that too many of us have bought into the fact that, well, it's just, isn't it the kickoff for Christmas? You know, there's a great right. Charlie Brown thing that comes on, right? And, and we and over the hill and through the woods, grandmother's house, we go and we have the turkey and whatever. Then we start going Christmas shopping. All the big sales. And we don't really actually stop. Now, in a lot of families, they have a lot of different traditions. And I want to talk about what you guys do um, in a second. Uh, we're going to take a break before we do that. We're going to come back and talk more about Thanksgiving and really how we can sort of reclaim that as the spiritual day it's supposed to be while not on the church calendar. Why it's still a day, an opportunity for a nation to come together. Uh, we'll do that in a second. Before we do that, I want to remind everyone at home we have a great website, www.thecatholiccafe.com. And also, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And if you want a second helping of turkey, you need to come right back. I'm Bester Zemski, and this is another great moment in church history. At the very start of his gospel, St. John tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. A few verses later, he tells us, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. The Word that St. John speaks of is none other than the Son of God, Jesus Christ. So often when we hear the phrase, Word of God, we call to mind our Bibles, the written revelation of God, a love letter written by God to his beloved children. This image of the written word is actually only partially true. In fact, to achieve the fullest meaning of the word, word, is to realize what St. John was telling us, that Jesus Christ, the God-man, was the word, the very breath of God sent to heal us, to nourish us, and to reconcile us to him forever. To be sure then, recognizing the true identity of the Word of God has great implications when it comes to the Catholic teaching of the Eucharist. To truly consume the Word of God, one must consume Jesus. In the sixth chapter of his Gospel, St. John offers an account in Jesus' life that has come to be known as the Bread of Life Discourse. In it, we hear Jesus tell his disciples time and time and time again that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. He told them they must consume him, consume the word of God. Many of those disciples called this a hard saying and refused to follow him any longer. If Jesus had meant this to be taken symbolically, he certainly would have called them back and told them that he was simply employing symbolism and speaking metaphorically. But that is not what he did. Instead, he let them leave, not because he no longer desired their company, but because they needed to know that he was speaking literally and prefiguring for us his true and very real presence in the Most Holy Eucharist. Let us not abandon our Lord like many of those early disciples, refusing to consume the Word of God. But let us cling to the Eucharistic Jesus, like Simon Peter, when asked if he too would leave, boldly proclaim, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. 
I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm sitting here with Tom Dorian and Doug Grakulski. Thankful to be here. Yeah, we're chowing down on a big Thanksgiving Day feast here at the Catholic Good Cafe. Stuff. I got the turkey leg. Awesome, you know, and uh, that's great. Do we, the wishbone, we should make a wish. I well, get the canned cranberry. Do you whatever, like those? Mold. Oh, man, I love it. See, that's really weird. That's like a love it, hate it thing. No, I look I at that it. and go, are you kidding me? Oh, I love it. It's perfect. One of the neat things about having a large In family. In fact, don't even t- change the shape. Don't try to you make like it look like ripples, so. The oh, yeah, it's on perfect. The can. Right. What does I say is one of the nice things about having a large family is it's amazing to see how the things that there are things that I dislike strongly. Right. That's one that of them. I would say hate, but I've been trying not to use that word right. a lot. So I strongly dislike certain things. Mm-hmm. And then amazingly, some of my kids will like them. You know, the hey. reason I married my wife is because she also hates onions. And the us, we, were made for, we were made for each you other. You were. That's great. Amen. Right. But the some, kids love onions. Some of them do. Some funny? of them hate them, but some of but the cranberry. You know, our son, our oldest boy, Jeff, likes to have the cranberry See, sauce that's out why of the I can. Like him. That's why I like him. And we don't. He doesn't like the kind that's that lumpy stuff with all the little chunks of cranberries. You mean like the, the real smooth, stuff? Got to have which, the smooth. Which yeah. I've just offended uh, like half the audience. Are you kidding me? They're out there right now, getting ready to have a civil war <laughs> over cranberry <laughs> sauce. <laughs> You know, we need Abraham Lincoln to bring us together again. Um, So, you know, we're talking about Thanksgiving and we're talking about traditions and and really just kind of springing off of this a beautiful piece. uh, This it's a proclamation, an official Mm -hmm. government document Mm -hmm. that was promulgated right by Abraham Lincoln as president in 1863 that actually, you know, Tells us why we're having Thanksgiving. Sure. Sets the tone of being thankful for the stuff that we have. The fact that our nation is not at war with other nations. Now, we're internally at war. And yet, in the world order, is all maintained, right? And, yep. and that we're growing in population. We're growing in prestige and strength. And, and that there are blessings. And, and that, that that war is not stopping uh, you know, what do you say? The the plow and the shuttle and the ship. You know that all these the industry right. industry. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're still we're still going on, and that we have God to thank for that. Sure. See, that's right. that's the second half. We're thankful. Great. Who are we ultimately thankful to? That's what I think we've we've lost to Amen. a degree Amen. in this country. Yeah, it's I, great to be thankful. And that's why I was talking at the beginning, at, at the first half, when you mentioned, like, well, I think we're still kind of remembering the thankfulness. But it's like, yeah, but the atheists don't have a problem with Thanksgiving holiday in, in schools. Right. And I right. think I think that means to me that most people have kind of overlooked what Thanksgiving was, which is why I, I thought, well, this would be a good show. Because, you know, as Catholics, again, Thanksgiving is not a Catholic holiday. No, the, it's but, a federal holiday. But the concept of giving thanks Right, totally. which you know, very if you look at the Latin and the Greek, right, you see Eucharist, right? It's very Catholic, That's and the true. idea that we come together, Excellent Eucharist point. means Thanksgiving. And I, I'm not going to do a show about the Eucharist, but it's at the heart of who we are mm-hmm. as as a people who give thanks to God for the gift of His Son, and also to give thanks at Holy Mass just for the opportunity to offer ourselves as a sacrifice. Amen. Right, and to see all that stuff. Well, that's that's recognizing our Creator. Right. Right. Honor, due, respect, uh, laud, glory that we give to God, our creator. And I think that the nation, uh, specifically speaking, I know that there's some people who listen uh, to the show who are not in the United States of America, but I imagine it's the same in your nation, too. 
that we've kind of forgotten, you know, Jesus's lordship over our nation, right. God's uh, divine protection. Right? right. And so, you know, what we have to do is figure out how as people, how do we how do we get that back? You know, what do we how do we start uh, sort of reclaiming Thanksgiving? And again, I have no problem with people who want to start decorating for Christmas. I mean, we have a, a moratorium on Christmas songs until after Thanksgiving, right? In your house? Well, we always have. And I kind of cheated this year, but I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> we don't cheat. Do you cheat, Doug? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, you can't no, do that. Yeah, but sure. you know what? In our house right now, we need a little Christmas. You know that song? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. Christmas, right? There. Well, you know but what? My we, tree stays up till you know Epiphany. And, so, like, well, that, you start yeah. after Halloween? Is that what you're saying? No, no. The stores do. <laughs> I know the stores yeah, do. They start before Halloween. They start in July. But I guess what I was saying <laughs> is, I don't mind that we would use uh, Thanksgiving as a launching point. You yeah. know, a, a launching point for for Christmas. I don't, I don't mind that, but I, I just I, I you know think that's sad that we've we, we would forget that we're actually all the blessings that we've been given. That we're that's what we're giving thanks for, right? Right, and and really, the the greatest blessing, the greatest gift was the gift of Jesus to You're us, right. the gift of His Son, given freely, and I, I think that's beautiful, uh, and that connection is important if we want to keep that. But we still, on a day to day basis, have to look at Thanksgiving and and think of more than turkeys. Oh, absolutely. Right, and so like individually in your families, what do you, do you guys do anything special that people might think? Well, what does what does the Dorian family do? What does the Grakulski family do? Uh, you know, can they even spell their own name? You know, you guys have pierogies. Y'all have pierogies, don't you? We do. Yeah, on and lasagna. Oh, now, now, okay, I was talking about spiritual lasagna, stuff. Lasagna's not Polish. We yeah, do you know, we do. We, we do. We do. We go to mass. We do, right. we do that as well, Doug. New Year's and Thanksgiving are two of the traditional. That's what we you know, do. Well, one's, one's required, you know, but uh, yeah. going to Mass as a family, and that speaks to who are we thankful to? Again, right. we're thankful for all these things. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, amen. But are we saying specifically, thank you, God, for all this? This that's is right. from you. Everything's from you. Right. That's, that's what we do. We go to Mass as a family, and then we follow that with a massive multiple family football game right next to the church. And beat the living. Yeah, now I would imagine that if someone gets Before knocked dinner, over by you, Dorian, and we're all thankful that we survive <laughs> if, it. If someone gets knocked over by you, that they have a they have a, a God experience. They have a reason moment. to be thankful from that yes, point forward. They're alive. Before dinner, too. Right. That's probably a and good I idea. do too because that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I could only imagine. Well, you know, I think it's great no, that you guys mass, we got a mass. You guys would talk about mass. Um, and and we do we do too. Now, as a young man, we didn't do that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember doing that. And they always had a mass. And if you look at it, again, it's not a Catholic feast day. So there's kind of mm-hmm. like special, like the the the, the conference of um, USCCB will kind of like, well, here are some readings that you can use that can have a special Thanksgiving prayer. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know, you can do this, but it's not necessarily. But it's a good time to come together. I guess <clears throat> what I would look at is 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 realizing that even though it's not like an official liturgical calendar day it's it is an opportunity as a nation to come together mm-hmm. right and you think about that for a second you know here's abraham lincoln writing at a time when it's the most one of the most divided times in our country mm-hmm. and you you fast forward to now right however many 150 years later and you fast forward now and you suddenly realize wait a second 
it's not the same kind of division, but we're but still, still tremendously there. divided. And even maybe even more so because it's not only just race or uh, creed or, um, you know, uh, social status or belief or belief or any of these things. It's not it's not um, it's not just that. It, I mean, it's it's every it's all of these different things. Right. And, and we see ourselves so separated and we are in internal strife and maybe even in a in a civil war of sorts. Yeah. Right. And I'm not talking about specifically just like political parties and, and things like this, but you can see a great divisiveness that has separated, you know, east from west. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so so now more than ever, I think we need to to look at some of the things that Abraham Lincoln said and to realize that that we don't want to forget the source from which they come. Right. And talking about the, the watchful providence of almighty God, mm-hmm. you know, and then also, and, and then to pray that, that his, his hand would, would comfort us, soothe us, guide us, gather us together. Yes. Right. We need that even more now. Oh yeah. And so we gotta, we gotta pray that way. Now, I don't know if you guys like to do Now, Sometimes, you know, in the family thing, you know, you ever made all the kids eyes roll by standing there. Now, before we eat, Everyone has to go around the table and name something they're thankful for. What are you thankful <laughs> for? We do that. Well, some of that stuff's good. There's nothing wrong with that. I will say with uh, with nine kids and, you know, all these various family members, you, you got to get through 45 people, you know. And start it's not, running out of stuff. Huh? Yeah, they run out of stuff to pray for or be thankful for. And so you start getting stuff. I'm thankful for the Transformers movie. It was really good, you know. And, and you know, and that may be something that's good. I, I can I see know. him saying that. Can yeah, you, yeah. Doug? Unfortunately, I, yeah. So I don't know, maybe there's, but there's things that you've got to be able to do as a family, right? right. To stop and say, and to bring unity, right? You know, uh, Thanksgiving is one of those times, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, a lot of people don't realize how much strife comes at the holidays. And I think a lot of people really do realize that, you know, that when we get together as families and we have dinners, whatever, that's when all the big arguments break out about the faith, about religion, about politics, about uh economics about everything crazy uncle bob yeah exactly you know and and so maybe maybe at thanksgiving we need to take a special time to sort of set ourselves up and prepare ourselves for the holidays that are coming that we would take this time you know i i challenge everyone listening right to go to their thanksgiving dinner and say a prayer and just tell everyone in that room how much you love them and that you would do anything for them and that you were thankful to God for each and every person in that room. And if you do that, it's going to turn your Thanksgiving upside down. Amen. It's going to that's, rock. That's it? a great challenge. And, it's and a great challenge. Because most people like this. Especially Uncle Bob's in. there. And, right. it's, and crazy. I, it's nice to say, bless us, O Lord, and these, I guess, what you're about. That's great. Go ahead and do the prayer. Right. But start it off with just a prayer, a praise, and thanksgiving to God for all the great people in that room. You know, and I, I'm willing to bet people are going to be turned on by that. Yeah. They can't help but be. Think about it. That's Amen. great. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for our many blessings, for the food that sustains us, for our nation, our freedom, for our human dignity. And Father, we give you thanks most profoundly for the gift of your Son sent to reconcile us to you forever. And it is in his name we pray, Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. 
Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table. 